0: Welcome to episode 339 of the Parkrun Adventurers podcast. My name is Melissa Ellis and I'm coming to you from Wurundjeri country. And I am
1: Sarah Jefferson coming to you from Wajak country. Hello Sarah Jefferson. Hi Mel, thanks for having me. Thank you for being here and stepping in tonight for Ollie. What a pleasure. i was surprised to be asked. Big shoes to fill. Hopefully I can fill them Okay.
0: <laughs> I'm sure you will. You're an old hand at roving reporting now.
1: Oh, I think a little um, one minute or two minutes here and there. After the adrenaline of park run could be a little bit different, but um, I would do my best. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, we really appreciate it. And I thought that it might be a good opportunity for the listeners to learn a little bit more about Sarah from the West Side. So maybe you'd like to tell us, um, I don't know, what do you do during the week as your
1: day-to-day? Um, so my day job is um, basically bossing children around. I am a primary school teacher. Uh, this year I am teaching grade five and I do think that I have the best job in the world, even though it is a little bit tricky at times. Um, this is my 12th year teaching and I started off teaching on the northern beaches where I got into to Parkrun and then obviously I've continued my journey with Parkrun as I moved over to Western Australia. So I did move over to Western Australia seven years ago now, still torn between, um, I guess, the the east side and the west side, (laughs) but I do really enjoy living over here. Uh, My partner, Matt, was FIFO over here in the mines. I think he's been in the mines now for about 10 years. So we did do distance for a couple of years and thankfully not over COVID. I kind of imagine that would have been pretty tricky. But, um, yeah, I guess that's a little bit about me. I, I guess I did um, also have a bit of an affiliation with the the Dirty Cheaters and still do a little bit. Got into that with um, Paul Rainbow another parker and adventurer.
0: Yeah, so we have we had a connection there, didn't we? Uh, you also, well, you haven't met Simon Macleay, have I you? I haven't
1: met Simon in person, but I do feel like I, I know Simon well. <laughs> we have lots of mutual <laughs> friends, that's for sure.
0: Fabulous. Did you notice uh, how good my Polish was in last week's pod? I don't know if you picked it up. I um, only bring that up because Dorota is a dirty cheater. Yes. And she also happens to be Polish. Oh, did she <laughs> compliment you? <laughs> no, no she coached me. Oh, perfect. <laughs> she, got, she got a, a hurried message, Derona. How do I pronounce this? And I just wanted her to
1: say it, and I would just edit her into the pod. And then um, she encouraged me to try. So, well, that's good. That's good to learn new things. Mel, never know when that can come in handy. <laughs> <laughs> that's exactly right.
0: Ah, alrighty. So, what about your parkrun day, Sarah? What did you get up to on Saturday?
1: All right. So this Saturday, I was run director down at Cottesloe Parkrun. Um, we had the weather gods on our side, which was good. We had a beautiful, calm morning. There was lots of beach down at Cottesloe, but it was a little bit fresh. I had a swather of friends turn up to help me volunteer, <laughs> which always makes um, chasing volleys really easy. Conveniently though or inconveniently, the council um, had actually put a pile of mulch on our path down to the beach as I was doing the event course check. So it always keeps you on your toes um, setting up and also doing the briefing. The first time, Mel, I had no first timers, no tourists and no milestones. So that was a first. Oh. <laughs> and we had a quick field of runners this week. We had um, 64 finishes. The Tower Walker came in at 53 35 but the last runner to come through was actually 37 minutes 25 which is quite quick for our course given that you've got a k or so on the beach then after that headed down with with my friends to check out the orange box cafe and settle in for some some park faff afterwards and had probably about four different groups of parkrun friends all come together which is you know something i really love but, you know that's it's really great about parkrun that everyone can sort of chat even if they haven't met before so that was my park run day how did you go this saturday
0: well on saturday i was at event six of naruma wetlands park run in south australia on the land of the Ngurindiri people. I hope I said that correctly. Uh, You can hear more about the Naruma Wetlands Park Run from PK's Roving Report back in episode 335. This was a solo overnight road trip for me and after a challenging week, I was happy to be out on the open road catching up on a range of my podcasts and looking forward to the excitement of exploring a new park run course. The location of this event was easy to locate with a parkrun pin drop at the Long Island Reserve and I was pleased to arrive in time to capture the tail end of the sunrise and snap a few photos of that magical time of morning. There were 52 finishes which has been pretty standard since event one with numbers ranging between the 52 to 68 so far. As was mentioned by PK, the course is a three-lapper out and back on a compacted gravel path with gentle undulation and runs alongside the Naruma wetland beside the Murray River. If you know the area, the new course is downstream from the original Murray Bridge course with the turnaround point just short of the Janch Road. Janch, Jants, not quite sure how to pronounce that word. It was a chilly morning, so I elected to run with both my tracksuit top and puffer vest. So I was layered up, although I quickly warmed up and was grateful for the strategically placed container for discarded clothing as I completed each out and back. They had three marshals on course, one at the turnaround, one not far from the start line, which I think was near a gate from memory, and one that they call the Rock Marshal, who directs runners safely either side of a large rock that splits the path about two-thirds of the way along. Although chilly, it was a sunny morning and I enjoyed my run without pushing myself, having a lovely chat with R. D. Wendy at the end, who also happily obliged me with a selfie frame photo. Oh, and I also caught up with Adventurer Julie Doolin, who I'd met earlier this year at Thorndon Junior. So hello to Julie, who was also Park Walker on the morning. Yeah,
1: very busy day, <laughs> I guess. <laughs> or a few hours. <laughs>
0: Yeah, I I do try to cram everything into my weekend. And there was no brunch? Didn't hear any mention? No. I actually turned around and drove straight home after refueling up my car. So no, no brunch, sadly. Sounds like a very
1: busy, busy weekend. But... What else has been happening around Parkrun this week? So, in Parkrun news this week, Sandgate hosted their Speed Week. We've also received this message from Russell Johnson Melanolly, Sandgate Parkrun got big participation numbers and went crazy fast again, with a record 712 finishes on Saturday. Record attendance increased by 106 people. 11 runners went sub 15 minutes. Another 32 more runners went sub-16 minutes and another 35 more runners went sub-17 minutes. Wow. Course marshals experience windburn. And this is from Russell Johnson, Parkrun Adventuring. Thanks for that, Russ. Gosh.
0: And uh, we had another adventurer there. I don't know if Russ was there. Was
1: he at Sandgate? Hmm. I'm not sure. But E-Man was. So... E-Man, congratulations on your all-time PB. He came in seventy third with a time of sixteen fifty one. Very impressive E-Man. It was. so his previous
0: best was seventeen flat and that was that was this year. so it was only hmm, I got a feeling within the last month or two, uh, but Sarah two hundred and thirty
1: three sub20 runners. That's crazy crazy. I can't even imagine. Cannot imagine. <laughs> Sounds like a bit of a nightmare <laughs> if you run director. <laughs> but I'm sure they were set up for that, hoping they were set up for that.
0: I believe they're very well seeded from what I read and what Eman um, had described to me the previous weekend when I saw him. They uh, take extra care with their seating at the start line. Of course, yep. To make sure that it flows as good as possible. Yep.
1: But, and um, Eman, impressive in terms of, you know, training for for all of us who have trained for a marathon before. It's a totally different training to, to sprint training. So impressive that he's been able to do, you know, a marathon time, a legendary marathon time recently and also kept up his speed. Very impressive. It is.
0: Mm. And I think that, um, you know, there's always a lot of focus in the parkrun comms for the people who choose to walk. And you know, and totally understandably too, but we don't very often
1: give kudos to the people that can do it really quickly. Mm. And we mm. should. Hundred percent we should. Hmm. We just wish that well, I just wish that I could go in a little bit faster and have have <laughs> my times increase. <laughs> but definitely. Definitely well done, E man. Yeah. But there's more news in WA, Sarah. There is some some more news in WA. So congratulations Dan Baldwin who has regained his WA statesmanship. So heading up to Baxter, Baxter Park run to tick off the the western compass point. So I believe we're back up to 11 statesmen Mel, in Western Australia.
0: Ah, very good. Hey, I think that's more than New South Wales. Ooh, I could be wrong. Okay.
1: I could be wrong. Mm. But, you
0: know, you might want to brag about it if it is just a hot tip. You won't be bragging about that. I'll, I'll look that up. <laughs> Thanks for the tip. <laughs> <laughs> All right. You look that up while I talk about the next bit. So this week, the event management system... Otherwise known as EMS, was announced to the world and described as a mobile optimized results processing and volunteering management system allowing results to be processed within seconds of the event finishing and management of volunteers performed anywhere. So, this replaces the old WebFMS system created a long time ago before Parkrun was even on my radar. So, for a full history, of the journey from the very first event to the release of EMS, you can read the news item from the 13th of June on the Parkrun Australia website, which I assume was released in all countries in a similar timeframe. We have been using EMS for a few months at Ainsbury Juniors, and it is super easy and intuitive to use and avoids a lot of the old problems related to trying to navigate Web FMS on your phone. So, I do acknowledge that we're primarily an adventuring podcast, Sarah, um, but I thought it's still newsworthy, Mm. both for our current listeners and to market in the passing of time for historical purposes. So, um, have you
1: used it yet at Cottesloe? I personally haven't used it, but I think one of the other run directors had mentioned using it, and because I haven't actually been run directing since about February this year, I actually need to um, have a little look at that and play with that myself. So I haven't at this stage.
0: Okay. Well, it's really easy to use. So I encourage you to do so. But WebFMS, the old version, still works as Mm. well, as you probably found out, if that's what you used on the weekend. That is what I used on the weekend. And I
1: have (laughs) some more homework to do, clearly.
0: (laughs) (laughs) You know what? I, I did delay my run my run directors at juniors were using it for weeks before I uh, attempted it I just kept sticking to the familiar the old familiar way because I didn't feel like my brain could cope with um, mm. trying to navigate anything new but uh, they put my arm behind my back and said come on Mel
1: <laughs> yeah all right well you might be the push for me Mel as well then yeah. I'm, I'm used to setting the homework remember I'm not used to getting the homework and doing it <laughs> my job's to set it <laughs> Okay, well, there you go. Sarah's homework (laughs) for this week. Thanks, teacher, Mel. (laughs) (laughs) All right, and on that note, we might throw to some roving reports, Mel, um, and see what people have been up to this week.
2: G'day, Parkrun Adventurers. This is PK checking in with another roving report uh, from Mount Barker, But get this, not from the Mount Barker course, for two reasons, which I'll get to. One, I'm at Park and Doula, which is the second and very brand new park run course up in Mount Barker, in the Bluestone area, uh, not far from the original. And this opened up, this is the seventh week, so seven weeks ago, um, which we're always planning to come to anyway. But then... The original Mount Barker um, had to be cancelled this week as there is a sinkhole that is growing and growing uh, close to the path and so the council have had to close it and we're hoping it's going to be fixed again soon. But anyway, until then, Park and Doula is the closest. So uh, today I did the first time as welcome and it was a bumper one because we had lots of people who couldn't do Mount Barker here. Anyway, um, it's a bit windy up here so apologies if there is a bit of a wind tunnel when I'm chatting. Hopefully you can hear me okay. And uh, let's go and have a chat to some of the legends here at Park and Doula. Uh, I'm now with a, a regular from Mount Barker who uh, I saw running past me and I uh, thought about it. I was having a chat with him about what he's up to and I, and he's about to go on a bit of a park run tour as well as a sports tour. Anyway, good day, Grant. How are you, mate? Yeah, good, thank you. Good, good to too. see you. Tell me, um, you're off to the UK. What, uh, what park runs are you planning to do over there? Well...
3: Chance, today was my 98th, and so next week I'll do 99, and then uh, for my 100th, we're, we might be about 40 minutes away from bushies. So.
2: Oh, magnificent, the Mecca. If, it's, uh, if it all works out. Oh, mate. Yeah, I, I caught a, when I did Bushy, I, I think I, I caught a cab, a, a, a train, or bus, whatever, and... and um, and a cab anyway. I liked, do whatever I could, whatever you could do to get there. Yeah. <laughs> you know what it is. You know what people are like. Um, apologies for the wind. If there's a bit of a wind tunnel, as I said, we're it's a bit windy up here. Um, uh, you're looking forward to to your trip? Oh, absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Fantastic, mate. You're going to see a bit of cricket as well. Yeah, kind of a heading lead, maybe old Trent. Nice, mate. Nice. Yeah. The nine o'clock start for park run will be good. Yeah, today. I know. A bit of a sleep in, and it will help you getting there as well. Yeah. Um, what do you think of Park and Parkandula today? Have you done it before? Oh,
4: no, first time. Uh, yeah. I like the course. I
2: don't yeah. like the wind. Ah, <laughs> oh, yeah, it is a bit crazy, windy. So it's probably good that there's some wind in this chat because it is insane up here today. Um, but dry, which is nice, and a bit of an um, undulation. That hill, not too bad. Uh, yeah. Did, yeah, yeah, oh yeah, yeah. So at least the wind was behind us going up hill. <laughs> it was. Um, what does park run mean to you?
1: Oh, it's just a, yeah, a chance to get out on a Saturday morning and get some good exercise. And Love it. just gets me out of bed early. I like it.
2: Well done, mate. I'm going to go and chat to Minion, I reckon, and have a chat to her. Good on you, mate. Thanks so much, Grant. And enjoy your trip. All right. Thanks, PK. Good on you, mate. <laughs> I am now with one of the co EDs. Is that uh, your correct title, I believe, that, Mignon? That
5: is the correct title.
2: Yeah, awesome. This is the amazing Min Mignon, uh, who was one of the uh, run directors at uh, Mount Barker and uh, now at the other Mount Barker, the only Mount Barker, of course, at the moment. <laughs> 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 oh, mate. Um, how's it going? What? Why, uh, why is there a new park run here?
5: Um, well, usually when we get over 250 regular park runners um, they like to s- spread it out a little bit um, mm. and we had the opportunity where um, Pete who was the developer in this area um, provided us with a ready-built park run course mm.
2: that's not a guy called Pete that's not a them. guy called Pete <laughs> well there could be a guy called Pete, uh, Pete Matthew
5: and Owen Matthew and Owen shout out to Matthew and Owen
2: um,
5: and they uh, have supported us by um, donating the start-up cost nice. and also um, producing a a ready-made, a ready-made run.
2: What a great course. With a hill. I mate, mean, yeah, and I love the hill. I love the fact that it's flat, then and then a bit of an undulation, and then you're back. Um,
5: I kind of think the end hill's worse. <laughs> oh,
2: yeah, forget about that one. <laughs> um, no, it's a great course, and it's great to see it well supported. Uh, what does parkrun mean to you? Well,
5: I love parkrun, and I love... Um coming out and meeting new people and seeing people enjoying the uh, hill yes. and enjoying the rain and <laughs> yeah. enjoying the
2: uh yeah you've had everything haven't you yes, in the last few had weeks everything oh my gosh
5: and uh, um, we we do tell people if they volunteer that they can um they can get a uh, free run the next week
2: well, that's right exactly i love it i love your enthusiasm i'll let you get back to your very Hello, important job thank you. well i mean thank you thank
5: you thank you, thank you.
2: <laughs> good stuff. Uh, that is it. Uh, apart from one last uh, one last commentary from uh, an international visitor, Dan Boland,
4: uh, how are you, mate? Very well. Look, um, hello to everyone at Jamaica Pond in Boston, uh, doing their park run today. Good on you. Run fast, run hard.
2: Well done. Yes, Dan is an Adelaide boy, but now based in Boston and usually doing Jamaica Pond. And uh, he's here on a bit of an Apricots on Tour um, event with me and Dan in our, our park run uh, merch. I'm loving it. If you need to get the J for your alphabet, come see me in Boston. (laughs) You heard it here first. Good stuff. That is, uh, that's enough. Let's go and find some coffee. Another awesome park run. uh, And uh, good times here at Park and Dool. A bit windy, but so be it. That's PK signing off.
4: Howdy, park runners. It's Toch from Inverloch. And reporting in after yesterday's weather fail where park run was cancelled across the Two events in Ireland that we tried to attend. Uh, the last one was cancelled at five minutes before the start on the start line due to flooding on the course. It's Sunday now, and to get our weekly parkrun fixed, we've come along to Malahide Junior Parkrun. And we're here with Andrea, the event director and run director. Andrea, welcome to the Parkrun Adventures podcast.
3: Thank you. It's lovely to
4: meet you. Andrea. Today I think was event 118, can you give us a little bit of a uh, background on Malahide Park Run, Junior Park Run?
3: Sure, absolutely. So Malahide Castle Junior Park Run started in June 2019, so it's actually our anniversary next week. And uh, there's been an adult park run here in Malahide Castle um, for years, in fact it was the first adult park run in Ireland. Um, so there was, it was missing there was, there was, It was missing a junior park run here in the area. The nearest one was in Swords. Um, so, yeah, there was an interest. Uh, I went around to some of the primary schools and uh, I got a lot of interest from the, the kiddos in the area. Um, and there was a nice core team available as well. There was lots of park runners in the community that were interested in setting up an event for kids on Sunday mornings. So, yeah, we set it up in 2019, and we had a really amazing inaugural event with 325 children, um, aged 4 to 14. And since then, the numbers have gone down a little bit, um, but we, 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 steady, we have a steady uh, group of children that come regularly, and then every week we have a couple of first-timers as well, which is fantastic. So there's a lovely parkrun culture in Malahide, um, and we're just really privileged to be able to host one for kids now as well as adults.
4: And I think today we we had eighty finishes, um, a lot of smiling faces out there, a lot of kids bouncing around. Particularly when they come over the finish line, I love watching the the expressions on the faces when they realise that they've they've got it done. Um, one of the highlights of Junior Park Run is the family involvement and the kids that are back out there.
3: Yeah, in fact, I felt a really good atmosphere out there today as well, Tony. Um, it's lovely weather today, and. Our numbers were increased today because a lot of the summer activities have stopped now because of course in Ireland it's summertime now, June, July and August, so many of the kids are free now on Sunday mornings whereas beforehand or during school term they might have been doing you know, hockey or Gaelic football or hurling or something like that. So our numbers are up now for the summer which is fantastic Um, and there's a great atmosphere today Loved seeing the kids coming across the line and of course they smile for the photos they loved seeing themselves on our facebook page and on social media as well so we get lots of smiles from the kiddos for the camera every week as well
4: and uh, just give us a quick description of your course Mm -hmm.
3: so our current course is two and a half laps of a field called ladies acre Um, And it's beautiful because we don't need a huge amount of marshals on it. The kids are in sight throughout the whole course so the parents can stand anywhere they like on the route and they can see their kids the whole way around which is fantastic. Um, It is two and a half laps and sometimes for the little small ones the four year olds can get a little bit confused so we often have somebody standing near the finish funnel just to guide the kids along and let them know what number lap they're on. Um, but apart from that, it's great. And uh, yeah, we get lots of, I, I do find that a lot of our kids are on the younger side. So maybe age four to 10. Um, we've very few older kids. So I'm going to try and recruit a few older ones, I think age 10 to 14 over the summer months, even get them in, involved in a bit of volunteering as
4: well. Okay, well, we might wrap it up there. Look, it was a fantastic day. It was really great to get our park run fixed for the week and I really thank you for giving us the opportunity. A couple of Aussies come over to volunteer. It was great fun. Well done.
3: No worries, as they say. And thank you, Tony, for doing the warm-up. It was brilliant. And thank you, Jackie, for being our tail walker. I really appreciate it. Hope to see you again sometime. Cheers. Cheers. Cheers.
0: Good to hear from PK out at Park and Jeweller Reserve and Toc over there at Juniors. Good for Juniors to get a bit of a shout-out, but sad news for Toc and Jackie missing out on their Irish? No. Irish. Is it? Yeah, Ireland. Yes, Irish. Yeah, that's right. Parkrun
1: on Saturday. Very disappointing. And I was a bit confused, Mel, because I thought surely it's beautiful and sunny over there in the Northern Hemisphere right now. From all of the photos that we've been seeing. So I was a bit confused as to why park runs will be cancelled. It was sunny above the clouds in Ireland, sadly. Very disappointing. But Mm. as you said, great that they still managed to get to Juniors. Yes. And
0: I noticed that they've got selfie frames over there in the UK And sponsors for juniors. See, we don't have that here. We're not allowed to have selfie frames in Australia for juniors. Interesting. And juniors have no sponsorship, nothing on our flags.
1: Mm. I didn't know that because I haven't managed to get to juniors yet, but, yeah, interesting. But moving on right along, Sarah, we've got mail.
0: You've got mail.
1: We do have mail, Mel. And we've got mail from Callum Burrell. It says, hi, Mel, Ollie, the office lady and Rachel. And Sarah. And Sarah for this week. (laughs) Thanks, Mel. Following on from Rachel's focus point about the P index and V index, something that can be fun to track, the number of X times you have volunteered at X locations, maybe could be called the VP index. This was partly inspired by my good wife, Lindsay, doing her 10th volunteering stint at Bram Hall Park Run today. Although it didn't directly affect her VP index today, in theory, Lindsay could aim for a long-term goal of a VP index of 10, much like others do with their P index. Lindsay's current VP index is six. In other words, she has done six volunteering locations six times or more. My count is three. The great thing with the VP index which particularly may interest Mel, is that you can include the volunteering at juniors for this index. I've included a montage of mine and Lindsay's stats from the 5K app and highlighted the instances that count towards the VP index. Hope you find this fun and useful. As always, many thanks for the fun and engaging podcast that you guys put together for us parkrun Adventuring Crazies. Hashtag not a cult. Thanks, Callum, for that mail. I'll have to do some research, Mel, on mine. I'm not sure if you have a chance to look up yours and what that could entail. Uh, well,
0: I am interested in the fact that juniors can be included. The only problem is we've only got five juniors in the whole of Australia, mm. <laughs> so that's a little bit restrictive. I've yes. been to, what have I been to, th- four of the five juniors in Australia.
1: So which one is the one you need to head to next? Bellevue.
0: Love you. Okay. Love you juniors up in Queensland is the one that I am yet to visit. Okay. But in any case, uh, I've only been to Thorndon and Desconner once, so my VP index won't be very high. Mm. But it could, I could. Mm, yeah, see, I have volunteered at 5K park runs a few times. So,
1: yeah, something to look up, Sarah, definitely. Yes. And Callum, I um, I know that Mel does like adventuring. So, I think that's a. A good thing for Mel to have a little look at and she could be interested, I think. You do like a little bit of a challenge and anything for an adventure, Mel.
0: Yeah, maybe in the UK, hey? Ooh, mm. now you're talking, now you're talking. <laughs> but Sarah, we also heard from Chris Gore. Chris said, hi, Mel, Ollie and the office lady. She's getting a lot of mentions now. She's Ooh, part she of the is. team. <laughs> Just a quick note about our longest run here in Perth last Sunday. The longest run Perth went off Well, we had around 30 to 40 people participate in our runs throughout the day with about 15 doing all seven park runs. It was a cool 16-degree day, but it was mostly fine, only the odd drop of rain that seemed to catch the walkers out on the course. We began the day at Shipwreck, then moved on to Champion Lakes, Pioneer and Homestead, before having a leisurely lunch break. Then we headed to Canning River, Shelley, which was quite windy, but at least we had the tailwind for the return leg and we finished at Bilbra Lake. We ended the day with a meal and refreshments at a nearby pub. Can't wait till June 2024 for the next one. Cheers,
1: Chris. Hmm. Interesting. South of the river. So being a a Perth girl myself, I guess I'll claim that now, Mel. We had this clear (laughs) divide with the north and south of the river. So all of those park runs were south of the river. So interesting. Okay. I'm not sure what happened with the north of the river, but. You know what that means, Sarah, next year there needs to be two. Yes, that's right. That's right. So no pressure on that. But I know in other states, you've got different parts of the state doing the the longest run. So something I might need to chat to Chris about.
0: Yep. Sounds like a plan.
1: Have you ever done a longest run, Sarah? No, Mel. Sadly, I haven't. Unfortunately or fortunately for me, I have planned lots of adventures on those weekends. And I think that in the last maybe four or five years, I've actually been away for every single weekend. (laughs) And, as much as I was excited to head off to Singapore last last weekend um, or the weekend before last, um I did happen to realise it was the same weekend as the longest run. So Aww. is it normally planned on the long weekend over east? Or is that just a coincidence? In Victoria it is.
0: We always have ours on the King's Birthday long weekend. Okay. And I think some of that is because we do get quite large numbers and everybody appreciates the Monday rest day before they have to hobble back to work after doing seven park runs.
1: Makes sense. So for us, our long weekend was the weekend before. Ah. So And it was WA Day. So we have King's Birthday um, later in September. Oh, okay. So... Maybe we need to look at adding it to our um, long weekend because that makes sense to rest those legs. Hmm. Hmm. There you go.
0: All righty. Well, next we have our Daz's recap. Now, I didn't have time to put it together this week, sadly. I was a little bit busy and mm, I'm really sorry, but I chose going on a walk over preparing the Dazz's Recap. But lucky for us, we've got an office lady and she generously volunteered to put it together for us. So let's have a listen.
6: Hi, Adventurers. It's the office lady. Now, we know that there are 25 letters of the alphabet available at Park runs around the world. This week... 20 of those letters were represented in Daz's. So I'm going to give you the summary in Parkrun alphabetical order. Baxter Parkrun was the base for Dan Baldwin, who completed his WA statesmanship, joined the Aussie Compass Club and picked up the number one token. Bibra Lake was the base for Karen and Chris Gore, who both volunteered this week. Bramhall Park Run welcomed Callum and Lindsay Burrell, Phil Corker and their friends Mike, Maggie and Avellano. Brisbane Valley Rail Trail was the choice for Carmel Roll. Charters Towers Airport welcomed Ian and Lydia Knox and Chipping Norton was a great choice for Julia and Glenn Turner. Cottesloe Park Run came alive with Sarah Jefferson at the helm in the RD vest. Denton Dean was delighted to have Claire Vaynerchuk. Foster found Margie Lewis in attendance. And Gloucester District was glad to see Karen, Ralph and Kaylee all rugged up against the cold. Hamilton Lake was the home of a new post-injury PB for Alison King. Camay came to the party welcoming Cherie Cottle and her hubby. Kilmore Racecourse Walking Trail Park Run had a front of eight, with Chantelle Hosking and Carolyn McRae visiting us in Dazzers, and Lakeview loved having Jan Yates and Amy Eben in attendance. Lockheel was the location for Janet Reid to lament the loss of a legend family, the Dingras. Louis Trickart Park Run was lucky to meet Johan Duvenhage, and Malahide Castle Junior Park Run managed to put smiles back on the O'Connell's faces after cancellations spoiled their fun on Saturday. Maribyrnong was the place for Andrew Turner to manage to score the number one token, Meadowbrook meant a meet-up for Patricia Smith and Tracy Leeper, Mount Ainsley was the mission for Martine Barrett and Andrew Johnston, and Mount Gambier made Heather Patzel feel most welcome. Monday Regional hosted Val the Volunteer and Steve the Mountain Goat, Maiponga Reservoir made Jonathan Morgan welcome, Naruma Wetlands was the final destination for the Boss Ladies road trip, and Orange welcomed Catherine Perotta. A quite chilly Queenstown was the course of choice for Helen and Stephen Davis. Parkville was pleased to see Chloe and David Bravos. Pegasus Party Time included Tanya and Brett Bailey and Jackie Hancock. And Point Hunt Pond was pleased to see Bernadette and David Bennett. Redcliffe Park Run was where Karina Campbell and her partner ran. Rudy Hill really liked having Fiona Hinchliffe Park walking the course. San Remo got a thorough pre course check thanks to Richard. And Sewersby saw Helen Rutter and her hubby meet up with friends. Shell Harbour saw the usual crowd of passionistas, but also welcomed visitors Jodie Maisie and Brendan Peel. St. Peter saw Linda Coombs striding around. Talangatta Station was where Chris Fraser collected a token and consumed a four point five star sausage roll. The beaches was the base for Sonia and Peter Pullman, and the ponds played host to a posse of passionistas, including our wicked witch of the west, Joe McLean. Tokunrata in Finland welcomed Dawn Branton. Toolin Creek was the target for Emma Songswan, and she had a bonus park run on Sunday at Ainsbury Heritage Trail Juniors. Torbay Vela Park park run was Christine Imbert's choice. Victory Heights was the place to go for Catherine Green Street and her husband, and the picks there were taken by Charms Grobler, who was the volley photographer. Osawa Zolibors welcomed Renata Koch, who also wore a volley vest. Weyland Reserve welcomed Claire and Jack Corkhill and Woodlands Historic Park Parkrun was plan B for Marge Prowse, and if my cryptic clue-solving skills are improving, then I think our friend Steve's bike was there as well. yakandanda Rail Trail was privileged to have Matthew Billow, Billington in the RD vest, and Zilmere was zipped around by Vicky and John Smith. So, Adventurers, your challenge for this week is to see if you can get to a parkrun starting with the letter A, E, J, I, or U. Happy adventuring!
0: And thank you very much, Sam, for putting together that for us this week. I'm getting good feedback. Everybody's liking the new Dazz's recap. So,
1: yeah, it's going along well. I personally am loving it, Mel. Not that we have favourites. As we know, we don't have favourite children. However, <laughs> that is one of the parts of the podcast that rates highly on, I guess, yeah, throughout the pod that I really enjoy. Thanks. So thank you for putting that the time into that. Highly enjoyable. You're welcome. And on that note, we might throw to Rachel at Club Corner.
3: This
7: is Rachel with Club Corner, where we talk about the what and why of parkrun clubs, and I am coming to you from Arundel Country. Today I'm going to talk about streaking, the tourist kind of streak that is. Hence, this week is more of a challenge rather than a club. Streaking at parkrun is when you continue something for x times. So harking back to club corner number 11 with the Wilson Index. If you attend the first five events of a parkrun, so numbers 1, 2, 3, 4, and 5, you have a Wilson Index of 5. For a tourist streak, the base version of it, i.e. the version that is publicly available and able to be verified slash checked, the base version is where you do not repeat an attendance at a parkrun for x times so if you attend 10 different events without repeat then you will have a tourist streak of 10. be aware that on some tracking apps you can include your volunteering so that will be considered in your streak count when checking for repeats the classic way to do your tourist streak is to visit other places and volunteer at home smiley face the hardcore version of the tourist streak is to never repeat a park run so with the base version you could do five different events then repeat those five again in the same order and still have a tourist streak of five Then as soon as you added a six, your tourist streak would be six. The hardcore streakers only count the first time that they go anywhere, but that is a personal list and not public information. And remember, in parkrun life, all non-milestone clubs are unofficial and unsupported by parkrun, so stay tuned for our future club corners.
0: And another good report from Rachel. Tourist streaks, very timely. I'm on a tourist streak, Sarah. You're always on a tourist streak, Mel. Um... (laughs) (laughs) Never at home, always on a tourist streak. (laughs) Well, my current streak is 30 without repeating events. So the last 30 events weren't all brand new ones. I have got a couple of repeats in there. Still pretty impressive. As is explained by
1: Rachel. What about yours, Sarah? Mm. Um, So my longest tourist streak is 13. So Mm. not the 30, but still got a three, 13. (laughs) <laughs> so, yeah, um, now that I've done most of the events close to home in WA, I'm not sure that I'll ever get up to the 30. But, um, yeah, well done to you. Very impressive. Oh,
0: thanks. Now let's have a look at some other figures with this week's Consolidated
1: Club Report for
0: Saturday the 17th of June 2023. Of a total of 432 members... 348 took part on this date at 182 locations. We had 31 events in the UK. South Africa, USA and Ireland had two. Finland, Italy, Norway and Poland had one. And locally, we had adventurers at 37 events in Queensland, 36 events in Victoria, 36 events in New South Wales, nine events in South Australia, eight events on the North Island, six in the ACT, five over on the west side, two on the South Island, and one each in Tassie and the Northern Tree. Our largest frond this week was at Kilmore Racecourse Walking Track, who had eight adventurers, Brian Minicas, Irene and Path Bomacanti, Carolyn McCrae, Wendy Beckhouse, Chantel Hosking and Cheryl Smith. There was also seven adventurers at Shell Harbour, seven at Beauford Lake in Victoria, and seven at Speedweek in Sangate. And I do apologize, I think there was somebody at my door.
1: Mel, I'm sure you won't point this out. However, how many adventurers were there in Victoria again this week? Mm. And how many were in New South Wales again, Mel? (laughs) I'll just leave that there. (laughs) They're tied. You're not allowed to get cheeky. (laughs) What's going on with you? Hey, I'm on the west side. We're at five. (laughs) (laughs) Beef up our numbers over here. (laughs) There
0: is a tie. (laughs) <laughs> you know what? I've got to make a declaration. I've been wondering what on earth has been going on <laughs> with Victoria's numbers and I've Ooh. figured it out. Oh! All our adventurers in Victoria have been in Europe doing all these extra events. We've got Toc and Jackie. We've had Helen and Steve. We've had Heather Morgan. Uh, they've all been in Europe.
1: Well, I'm going to stick up for Ollie here. Now, now there, Mel. And we 36 and 36, so we'll just go with the stats that we've got. Come home, Toc. It's time to come home. <laughs> oh, Toc looks dear. like he doesn't want to come home. He looks like he's having the best time. Toc and Jackie. <laughs> Except when park runs are cancelled. Oh. oh,
0: Poor Toc. Don't talk about the war. <laughs> uh, okay, what were we going to talk about next? So... Oh, I know. My costume quandary for City to Surf Sarah was resolved this week when I received a message from Brendan Scholarly pointing out that a world record attempt is taking place at this year's event. Now, Sarah, I believe... You know a little bit about this.
1: I do, Mel. When I lived in Sydney on the Northern Beaches, I ran with this amazing running group called The Beauty of Exercise. They go by the name of Bexy. Just so happens that two of the ladies who are organising this world record attempt actually a part of that group. So I've managed to reach out and Sarah has actually filled us in a little bit about the Guinness World Record attempt and what it means to her and I guess how the idea actually came about.
0: So let's have a listen to that now.
8: Hi Run Adventurers, I'm Sarah Foley and I'm excited to hear you're all keen to jump on board with us to set a Guinness World Record at this year's City to Surf. So we are looking for over 250 people who are up for a bit of a laugh to dress as Wonder Woman and gather at the start of this year's event. So you'll take part in a world record attempt for the largest group of people dressed as Wonder Woman in one gathering. So we were inspired by this fun idea whilst we were running the London Marathon this year. We saw a group of ladies running together for charity dressed as Wonder Woman and thought, wouldn't it be a good idea if we could get our whole running group to run dressed as Wonder Woman in the city to surf? So our our idea then got legs, so to speak, and then it, it kind of evolved into something a bit more meaningful. So we saw Wonder Woman as being symbolic of strong people that through their lives as either mums or caregivers to, to the kids or to parents, uh, working full time, um, often sort of shielding something, either a mental health condition or maybe something difficult, or even just going through an individual health battle. So it's a celebration and coming together of a group of strong Wonder Women. So I'm Sarah, I'm a mother of two, I work full-time and I am living with a brain tumour. So the day after the the City to Surf this year, I will begin my treatment as my my tumour has decided to start growing back. Um, So along with my running group friend Caroline, we decided to use the world record attempt to draw attention to both brain cancer and to strong people that have chosen to join us and partner with us as we try to raise some funds for Cure Brain Cancer, who are our partner charity for this event. So we hope to fundraise, create some media attention to the cause and at the same time set a world record. Uh, You don't need to be a runner. You can walk, uh, you can talk, you can run laugh, sing along the way, just like we did in uh, the London Marathon this year, and we had a great time. And, you know, we just thought maybe come and enjoy the atmosphere of the city to surf whilst dressed as Wonder Woman, really perfect for the Park Run community, who also come together to run and walk and support each other whilst improving, you know, their well-being. So we do recognise that brain cancer and tumours and and daily hurdles and battles can often be quite invisible, um, something that people hide, but we really want to celebrate how strong people can do hard things and yet have fun on this journey together. So you don't have to run in the city to surf, as the record is for the gathering, although we'd really love everyone to take part in the whole event. Uh, So again, it is a celebration and a coming together. Uh, City to Surf is like a carnival. Uh, you know, the music, the vibe, it's such a perfect fit for, for a fun event. So, yes, we would love you to take part. Um, and for more details, you can email me on Wonder Woman World Record at gmail.com. Thank you.
0: And I'd like to thank Sarah very much for taking the time to send us that audio, and I'm very excited about joining them. Now, I, this did mean that I had to unsubscribe myself from the Adventure Pod group in the City to Surf teams event. Uh, I did feel a little bit uh, conflicted doing that, but I also feel that I am supporting a really good cause by joining the Wonder Woman team For City to Surf. And I've got my costume organized. I already had a Wonder Woman costume. (laughs) Of course you did, Mel. (laughs) my bag of tricks. (laughs) Of course. So, so, yeah, I'm really excited about joining in this uh, world record attempt. Can we tempt you over from the west side?
1: Oh, I'll have to look up flights that weekend. If if there were any chance, it would be a very, very quick visit. I have actually um, competed in the City to Surf a few times. Never say never when there is an adventure tempted but um, mm-hmm. at this stage I will be supporting you all from afar particularly with this world record attempt
0: Just go on to eBay and order a costume just in case cuz you know they
1: never go astray you never know when you might need it True Mel, full disclosure I secretly have a Wonder Woman costume already here as well This is why we're friends there's a wonder woman within all of us or in our closet (laughs) oh that's hilarious so that wouldn't be the issue it would just be maybe the flights and the flight times yeah but we'll see um but great cause um very supportive of the cause and i loved that um they came up with the idea while running the london marathon i think that's amazing well done ladies
0: and thank you for reaching out and getting that audio for us too we're very happy to support the cause and yeah so it's for the brain cancer isn't it
1: it is brain cancer to cure brain cancer yeah so if you haven't if you uh, don't have a wonder woman costume in your closet like mel and i do um be sure, <laughs> sure. to to purchase that soon um i wonder if is Ollie doing City Surf? I feel like he is. I
0: can't get him to wear a mullet. I'm not going to get him into a Wonder Woman costume. Oh,
1: I was thinking the tights under a Wonder Woman costume <laughs> would go down a treat, right? He
0: said he was never wearing them again, but Ooh. he does like the brain cancer cause because mm. he ran for Carrie's beanies for brain cancer when he did Point to Pinnacle last year.
1: Mm. So I feel like this could be the thing that could twist his arm, Mel. <laughs> <laughs> it's for a good cause, Ollie. Yeah. for a good cause. <laughs> good luck with that. <laughs>
0: mm-hmm. Now, did you want to mention something earlier about
1: Ooh, yes, statesman
0: I did. numbers?
1: So I have just done a little bit of research and I've had a little look at the current statesman ladder. So first we've got SA still leading with 34. Western Australia, second, Woo-hoo. 15 <laughs> statesmen currently. New South Wales 7, Queensland 7, Victoria 1, Mel. <laughs> um, I guess the positive of that 1, Mel, is it means that you guys are getting lots of new events and that you've got lots of um, places to check out in your home state so that is certainly a positive and i'm sure those numbers will creep up once everyone returns from europe
0: is this where i say when in our defense (laughs) we just had a triple launch (laughs) and all our states people haven't had opportunity yet to get to them all including me but that's a nice segue sarah because this week this coming saturday i'm heading out to maroondah dam parkrun in hillsville to regain my statesmanship. Woohoo. Woo-hoo. Very exciting. Yeah. So I could have done it last week, but I decided to hold off an extra week so that I would have Zoe with me so that we can go out to the Hillsville Sanctuary after the park run. So I will report all about that next week when I recap my park run day. What about you, Sarah? Have you got something exciting to
1: (laughs) (laughs) So channeling the co-host, Ollie, um, I'll be staying home next week and RDing at Coslo. <laughs> this is rare that this happens, but just in honour of Ollie, um, yes, I'm on an adventurous podcast talking about being at home once again. So I'll be down at Cotterslow, hoping they've moved the mulch from our course and that they've put it in the garden and it's ready to go. Um, so I'll be staying at home next week, Mel, before I do jet set the couple of weeks after that,
0: which will be exciting. Thank you for the laugh. It's the spake (laughs) curse.
1: (laughs) But your adventure sounds amazing and I shall live vicariously through you.
0: (laughs) Thank you so much for joining me tonight, Sarah. It's been great to catch up with you and um, get all the lowdown over there on the west side. But adventurers, as always, you can contact us via Facebook or our email, which is parkrunadventurers at gmail.com. That is it for another week. We'll see you all next week for more adventures.